0: Um, Daryl, if you want to open us up in prayer and we'll just get a cracker. Absolutely, Let us
1: bow our heads um, and pray ourselves today for today's word. Um, dear Heavenly Father, uh, Father, we just come to you as humbly as possible, Father, and say thank you, Father. Uh, thank you for allowing another day, Father. Uh, thank you for being able to allow us to gather virtually, Father, um, to just discuss your word, Father. Uh, Father, I pray that, uh, that Daryl Brandon and Austin uh, become less today and that Jesus becomes more. Father, I pray that you will have your way um, through this this Bible study today. Father, I pray that in everything that we say, Father, that the spirit will just move and that everything will be fruitful. Father, I pray as we begin to break down what the culture defines as the boss. Father, I pray that you will show us and teach us how to be a boss father and we just say thank you father um i just I, I just i just say thank you father for what you are doing in this bible study father i pray uh, that we are able to just reach one soul father that will that will turn away from his old ways or her old ways, Father, and seek you, Father. Um, I just pray as, as we continue to just grow this, Father, that at all times that you be at the center, Father. I pray that we stand firm on your word each and every time that we gather, Father. Um, and I just I just say thank you for this opportunity, Father, uh, to be able to just discuss your word, Father, with my fellow brothers, Father. Um, and it's in the most mighty name of Jesus Christ that we pray.
0: Amen. 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 Amen welcome everybody uh, i appreciate you daryl and brandon uh, this is the first episode of boss bible study and um this is episode number one so yeah we're glad that we're glad to be finally doing this um for those of you who don't know um we all pretty much grew up together in one way shape or form and um you know over the past several years maybe one year two year four years um we're walking with the lord and before giving my life to Christ, I'm just going to share my quick testimony. Um, You know, we all have these desires and ambitions and we want to be successful in the world. Right. And, you know, sometimes I'm, I'm speaking from playing football and you're playing different positions where you have opportunities to lead. And when we lead, comes responsibility. And as a child, sometimes you are given those responsibilities when you're not necessarily equipped or not necessarily know how to lead. And you kind of just implement what you're familiar with. And this, the reason, the purpose for this Bible study, boss Bible study, the reason why we call it boss Bible study is we want to reach those who feel called to lead in whatever setting they are in. And like a company, you can be an employee for a company, but, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're a boss for that organization. And likewise being a Christian, you know, God has called us not to only be Christians, but to be followers of Christ, to be disciples of Christ, to pick up our cross and to reflect his image to the world. So, we're reaching out to those who want to know Christ more, who want to who feel like they're called to do more, but not don't necessarily know which way to go and how that looks like. So, the word boss, you know, to the world that means someone that's in charge right when i think of someone who's a boss in the world i think of rick ross right i think of jeff bezos i think of donald trump you're fired right i think of jay-z i think of oprah winfrey but what does god say of being a true boss what does that really look like so when i was thinking when we were talking uh, me daryl and brandon um we looked at the word boss and we came up with an acronym and we broke it down B O S S. And the four words, the four principles we want this Bible study to be about is one becoming two, obedience, three sanctification, and four servitude. These four principles are going to reflect godly leadership, um, becoming a boss that reflects God. And today we're going to talk about the first word of this, of what it means to be a boss and as becoming. And the passage we have today is coming from Genesis chapter one, verses 26 and 28. I'm going to read a text from the new King James version. We're just going to go from there. And it reads, then God said, let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air and over the cattle over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his image, in his own image. And the image of God, he created him, male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Amen. Amen. So reading this text, y'all, and we're talking about becoming we're talking about what does it mean to be a boss and the word becoming right we become a lot of things in life you know I recently became a husband I became a father but when you are becoming it doesn't end it doesn't it doesn't end at that very moment, right mm. I'm becoming I'm in that transition period becoming a better father every single day becoming a better husband every single day so becoming isn't necessarily a destination but It's a transition, it's it's moving from one point, and it's the process of moving towards another point. And that end point that we're talking about becoming a boss is no one other than Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. So as we're becoming, right, we're reading, we're looking at the text, and it says, then God said, let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Now, that, that word where it says, let us, that's a hint to that this is God. This is the one true God, but this is hinting to, you know, this, there, there's more than just that singular mm-hmm. where we think God the Father, right? So this is hinting to that there's more here. And we know today as Christians, this is none of none them the triune God, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. But let's look at this here. It says, let us make man in our image, according to our likeness, and then let them have dominion. So, the thought I want to start with y'all is that as Christians, if we want to be leaders in our communities, if we want to truly reflect boss leadership that reflects God, we first have to become those image bearers of God that he originally created us in order to properly have dominion and authority over the earth and all things, over our lives, over our relationships, over situations. And I want to hear what y'all have to think about that.
2: Daryl, why don't you go ahead?
1: Uh, um, absolutely, um, and so and just and just real quick, I think just looking at verse twenty six. Um, I mean, that right there, that's a game changer, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Um, when even I guess you, you know, just thinking about it, like you know, when you're when you're a kid and you're growing up and you're you're learning how to be um, a young man or or a young woman, um, as you know that that becoming it's a process, right? And so. You know, at oftentimes, right? We all kind of sometimes we go through like what an identity crisis where we're trying to figure out who we are. You know what I'm saying? Um yeah. And mm-hmm. so just kind of looking at that right there, right? And so I, I'm, I'm reading from a, um, a different version, um, but it says, you know, then God said, "Let us make man in our image." Right. Mm-hmm. So we know, right? Na- we know right there, right, that we were made in His image. That right there mm-hmm. is enough to get get us excited. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah.
0: You talk you know, about. It
1: you know what I mean? Like, you know, B, Austin, Slim, Daryl, um, you know, we, we are no accident. Right? You know what I'm saying? We, as we know, we were created for a purpose. Right. And we were created in his image. Right. So that, I mean, to me, mm. that does, that just goes to show me that one, you know, um, I have a lot more power than I think I do. Right. So no mm, matter I, know, I guess I what my, what, what my circumstance may be. Right. Um, I could be, um, you know, maybe going through some things in my life. I could be going through the wilderness or the pit, you know what I'm saying? but at the end of the day i i i i bear the image of my creator you know what i'm saying and so mm-hmm. like for myself you know what i mean especially for me i listen i can be real um and without going too much you know i'm sure you know in a later later um you know episode i'll i'll be able to kind of maybe share a little bit of my testimony as well um but i definitely went through a phase in my life where i wanted to be like what I seen in the culture, right? What I seen on TV, you know what I mean? Um, because I didn't I didn't I didn't know verse 26 right here. I didn't know that I bared the image of my creator. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And so mm-hmm. like I mean really when 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 I when I think about that, you know what I'm saying? Like I really I mean it it just really just just shifts my mind. You know what I'm saying? Because again you know, no matter where we are in our walk, we are, like you said, Austin, mm-hmm. I, and I loved how you opened up with that, but coming, you know, that's, that's a, it's a process, right. Um, and, you know, it's also a process that doesn't happen just overnight. You know what I mean? It's a process yeah. that we continue to, to, you know, to, to dive into. And, you know, we, we learn and we grow, you know what I'm saying? And we become, you know what I mean? But like, you know, just and again, I don't want to, um, you know, ramble on too much, but like, I mean, that right there um, to me, that is, that is, that is so powerful, right? So for anyone who is, who is watching this, right? um, I don't, I don't, I don't care what is going on in your circumstance, right? Um, I, you know, listen, we we all go through things, but what I want you to do, right, is open up, you know, your word of God, right? And just, and just really look at verse 26 and meditate on that and just realize that, again, Mm. you were made in his image. That, that right there, is, yeah, I mean well yeah. that right there is powerful, you know what I'm saying? That's good, bro. Um and go, go ahead, baby. I just wanted I mean it's even just bro, even just reading that, you
0: know
1: what I
2: mean? I
0: just
2: yeah, yeah, this word is powerful. It's it's this is the 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 longest section, if you will, of Genesis chapter one, which shows how much God has an emphasis on the creation of his image bearers. And that's what okay, we are. Okay. That's what we are. And I, I can't help, but when I read this to ask myself, who am I? Who am mm-hmm. I? Who am mm-hmm. I, God? Have you ever prayed and asked God, who am I? Who did you who make me to be? Who did you make me to be? And how do I look like you? In what ways do I look like you? And, and the, the opposite question in and of itself comes right there. Well, how am I not being like you? How am I not living like you live, right? Because here's mm-hmm. a, th- this verse reminded me of what Ephesians says. It says that in chapter two, verse uh, 10, we are God's workmanship, craftsmanship. We're his craftsmanship created in yeah. Christ Jesus, created in Christ Jesus for good works. That's what our purpose was. That's what our purpose still is. We're created in the image of Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand. He already knew what you was created to do. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) He he already knew the plans he had for you. And and so, and God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So, and right there it says, we should walk in them. That means you have an option. You have an option because love gives you that option. And um, we, we, the, the recognition is that through sin, through our own negligence, our own choices to, to to walk away from God, our own disobedience, we have put off that image. We have, you, you could even say you'd, you've marred that image. the 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 picture that I get of my humanity, of my, the image of God that's with me, apart from Christ, here's what I see myself as. I see myself as the, beaten, bloody, wounded Christ on the cross, because that was the death we deserve, but he paid for. He took that upon himself. Mm. Look at, go ahead and read Isaiah 53 and tell me it's not talking about Jesus. It's a messianic Mm. prophecy spoken 800 years before Jesus even came on the scene and he fulfilled it exactly. Buried in a rich man's tomb, uh, the, the way he was beaten, the way he was handed over, the way he was betrayed, all this. Uh, we didn't come here to get into if, if Isaiah 53 tonight, but <laughs> what it talks about is that he was beaten beyond complexion. You, could, you, you wouldn't look upon him and, and even recognize him. And that's mm. the actuality of us apart from God.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: we were made in his image and i'm telling you his image is so beautiful his mm-hmm. image is look you, you, <laughs> people say um people say what are we going to do in heaven you know what happens every time a revelation comes down from heaven from the angels they 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 constantly repeat stuff they repeat and stuff because in heaven. Have you ever seen something so good? you like, that good. It's good. It's good. It's good. You can't. You just start repeating <laughs> yourself. Them angels be coming down. Holy, 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 <laughs> holy. I'm telling you, God is so good. It's gonna be like that. When you and when you get the mm-hmm. revelation of God here and now. Come on, we've been there. we you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Bible yeah. says there's an inexpressible joy of our faith when you actually obtain what it is God wants you to know here and now the hope of glory that is Jesus. He's alive, he's well, he's living. And mm. actually he's more alive than we are right now. We're called into that existence of image bearers. God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. That that has, so, man, that has so much as to what that is, what our image contains. But
0: right, in order right. to come
2: to that image, we gotta know where we've gone. And I mm. look, to you know, you just flip one page over Genesis three, and and it's important. What's the first question God ever asks humanity? What's the first Where question God ever asks? Mm-hmm. Where are you? Where are you? Where are you? And He's speaking to Adam. Adam's the representative of humanity, right? Because remember, Eve came from Adam, and Adam is now being called out because he was supposed to know better. He had the command. He could have chose all the other trees, but he just had to choose that one out of probably millions, if not billions of trees that that, that had fruits and things like that on them. And he's hiding from God in his shame. He's hiding from God in his pride. He's hiding from God in his ego. This is what we do. And God says, where are you? We got to ask ourselves that question. Where am I? Where am I?
0: Where are you? Know, as, as, you were talk, as you were talking, bro, I'm just thinking. And um, for those who don't know, me and my wife, we moved from New Jersey over here to Dallas, Texas, going on two years now. And I remember there's two instances, one at work and one at church. And there were comments made, they, they were saying how I walked. They said how I walked with confidence and there was something how I I carried myself. Like there's a certain way, there's a certain way. And I was confused by it. I'm like, what are you talking about? And um, it wasn't until we went back home and I saw my father again,
2: Mm.
0: I recognized that, okay, that's the way I walk is how my father walks. And Mm. when I, when that sunk in, I was like, yo, that made me, I felt so much joy in knowing that, Even though I'm far away in Texas, my dad's in New Jersey. When people see me, they see my father. And Christians, brothers, sisters in Christ, I want to let you know there's no greater joy than for someone to see Christ living within you. Mm -hmm. You know, one of my favorite movies is The Lion King, y'all. And um, me and my son watch it. He's only five months, so it's probably for my joy more than it is for him. But um, one of my favorite scenes is this is after simba he leaves his home you know he leaves he leaves his position as being the next king and he lives life a little bit you know sometimes like we do you know no, no worries you know what i'm saying he's gonna turn up and have fun with timon and pumba and um it's not until he hears that his father is still alive mm-hmm. and he's taken wow. to the water to look at his reflection and he's let down because he sees himself you know now he's mature he has a mane now But then he looks a little bit longer. He says, now look look a little bit deeper. And he starts to see his father's reflection in himself. And he's Mm -hmm. told, he said, your father lives within you.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. And it's coming to that knowledge that he was now equipped. He was now prepared to go back home and enter into his calling and have that dominion and authority. And the thing is about that, y'all, when you walk in your authority, when you walk in your God-given position, others benefit. It benefits everybody. Mm
2: -hmm. Because
0: when when kingdom men and kingdom women are not walking in their God-given place of authority, other people enter those spaces. And that's why we see so much corruption in the word. That's why we see so much despair, so much poverty. That's Mm -hmm. why we don't see God's kingdom reflected in our communities, in our country. (laughs) And child of God, like. If you're listening to this right now, mm-hmm. there is no greater joy than to walk into the image of your father, walking mm-hmm. in that image. And we have to understand that Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, he is the image of the invisible God. Mm-hmm. He is God with us, Emmanuel. He has made God known to us. He has revealed all things to us. When we, Brandon talked about the fall and God was asking, where, where are you, Adam? Mm-hmm. We were no longer in God's presence. The the being in communion, being intimate with God was no longer there until Jesus came back. He said, The kingdom of heaven is now at hand. When he was baptized, the heavens parted. The spirit fell down on, him, but God said, This is my beloved son. We were now in a new reign. We were now entering a new millennium. We are the kingdom of heaven, is now here. And what mm-hmm. was before no longer, no longer had power over us. Mm-hmm. So because we have Christ and we accept Christ as our personal savior and because the spirit lives within us because he lives within us we can now be restored to that god-given authority and bearing his image and subduing the world having authority over the world but not just our authority not our intentions not our agendas his attention his intentions his agenda his purposes mm. he is only good not us we are not gods alone, and you see that a lot in our generation too. People wanna to say that they're gods, lowercase g, we are all gods. No, we are made in the likeness of God. If I get the Mona Lisa, there's one Mona Lisa, original Mona Lisa, but I can make a portrait of it, a copy of it, It's won't look exactly like it, but it's not the same, it's not one of one, it's not, the, it's not the original. So we are made in the likeness of God. We are not gods on our own.
2: Mm-hmm. It is
0: only when we accept Christ and we look like Christ and we bear the fruits of the spirit, and the spirit is in us, is living through us. Come on. That we resemble God. Mm-hmm. Amen.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: A- and real quick, I think, I think you actually um and it maybe be too, but you brought up a you guys brought up a good point, right? And so um, you know, maybe for those who don't know, right? So what I guess, what does it mean, right, to be an image barrier, right? What are, I guess, some of those um, those fruits of that spirit, um, Mm -hmm. that, you know, we are, that we are supposed to exemplify. Right. Because, um, and I, and I was, you know, talking to Austin about this a little bit earlier. Right. And now I, you know, I grew up going to church, maybe like many watching us right now. Um, you know, kind of, kind of just checking off a checklist, go to church. You, you know, you listen to the choir, you hear, you know, you hear the pastor talk, you say hi to your friends and, you know, you kiss a couple people and then, then you go home. You know what I'm saying? um but i mean i guess why do you think why do you guys think that so many people right that are a part of church right our church culture right why do you guys think so many people are actually missing um who jesus is you know what i'm saying is it is it is it do you guys is it because i know for myself right and i'm i'm 28 years old and it wasn't until i was 27 Um, that I actually seen for the first time. And I've been in and out of churches. um, I've talked to pastors. um, But it's the first time I've actually seen the reflection of Christ. And it came from my best friend, right? And he loved me, right? In the midst of my sins, in the midst of me doing things that I had no business doing, right? And instead of putting me down, right, he continued to love me. He continued to share the gospel, Right and for myself that was the first time i actually seen that reflection of christ right so for those who may be um trying to like trying their best to i guess bear that image right or or know what that reflection of christ looks like what would you guys say to that
2: mm. yeah
0: you can go ahead first yeah please. yeah
2: um there's a lot there there's a lot to unpack right um, because Different people are coming from different places. And that's part of uh, part of the problem, right? Look at the book of Judges. And one of the highlight, high, well, really, it's a low light of it, um, is in that time, God had freed them from Egypt. And, and they were promised so many blessings that they missed because of their disobedience, ultimately. And remember, part of being a boss is actually being obedient to God to bear the fruit mm-hmm. of God. And in their disobedience, it says that, Uh, in those days, there was no king in Israel and everyone did what was right in their own eyes, Mm. right? Think about that. You know, how many of our friends, family members, close people to us, far people from us, people on Facebook, social media, Instagram, Twitter, whatever, you know, and they're doing what's right in their own eyes. The Bible says there's a way that seems right to a man, but in the end it leads to death, Mm. right? And what did Jesus say about a way? He said, he's the way, the way, not a way. He's not an option. He's the way, right? And mm-hmm. so for me, it's about, okay, knowing people are coming of all these different contexts, all these different places. If you don't find yourself on the word of God, if you don't ground yourself in the living God, forget it. Forget it. Who? What can you trust in? You're trusting in one person after another who did the same thing. After like who? We're all just grabbing on to different people who are just like you, broken, <laughs> messed up. You know, li- we're, we we all could be called liars, thieves, different things like that. And you're like, whoa, that's harsh. I mean, think about it though. If have you really just like ever sat with yourself and said, like, man, like, am I? Have I actually? done even my own, committed my, to my own um, standards, my own standards of good. Mm-hmm. We've even failed at our own standards. And you, say, you might say, oh, no, nah, I don't think so. Okay, write your standards down on a list and see if after just a, a month, after a week, if you committed to those, your own Ten Commandments. Guarantee you, you're going to fall, right? And this, so why, why is that we keep falling in different things? There's something in the nature that has to be changed because we have to become Right? Jesus mm-hmm. talked about uh, when his disciples in Acts chapter one, they, after he had risen from the dead, right, he told them to wait in Jerusalem, to receive the promise of the Father, the Holy Spirit. Right? And he said, you're going to be my witnesses. He didn't say you're going to do witnessing. He said you're going to be my witnesses. To be a witness is to become. To do witnessing is you actually haven't become something. You're just operating in something that you, ha- you don't really have an experiential knowledge about. You don't have relationship with God from that. And the spirit of Jesus Christ, the spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, that is what allows a believer to become. That is what allows you to bear fruit. And check it out. Look, it says in verse 28, and God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it. Be fruitful. The the command hasn't changed. The command hasn't changed. It's still the same from the beginning. We're called to be fruitful and multiply. But now it's in a totally different sense. I mean, I don't want to say totally different sense. In that time, it was more specifically towards childbearing and things like that. And even now we could say it's the same, but on another level, it's a spiritual fruit. God is spirit. So I can't even say that back then it was just one thing. No, it was a spiritual application to every single command of God. Spiritual application to everything. And because God is spirit. Remember, the Bible says you: if you're going to worship God, you have to worship in spirit and in truth spirit and the truth. And so our call is to be fruitful. And and remember John the Baptist, he was the forerunner of Jesus, meaning like if you go to a concert, right, you go to see whatever person, there's always someone who opens up the stage. There's always someone who comes on first to get, get the crowd warmed up. John the Baptist did that. And he was an anointed man of God. And in his ministry, he shouted out to the crowds, repent, and bear fruit worthy of repentance. Repentance mm-hmm. is a bit might be, don't get caught up in these words. Like if it, if it sounds like a religious word to you, look it up and figure out what it actually means. Do your research and, mm-hmm. and, 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 and maybe I should be careful saying do your research because there's a lot of nonsense out there on the Internet.
0: <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> right. Disclaimer. But,
2: but you know, we, we, in another study, we can really break that down of how to actually do that in an authentic way that's that's vetted. Um, there's plenty of ways like that. But one ex- way, just go in the dictionary. That's a, a basic way. The dictionary is, is, is excellent or an etymology resource. Etymology is, it it shows you where the word actually came from. Repent, it literally means to change your mind, to change the way you're thinking. Change the way you're thinking. And then in the Hebrew, it actually is not simply a change of mind, but it's what actually happens after the mind is changed. When your mind is changed, what happens with your lifestyle? What happens with your actions? What happens with your way of life? It becomes a different way. God is calling us to what way? The way. So when we change, up here, what our hands are doing, where our feet are going, what our mouth is saying, it all follows, right? So,
0: mm-hmm.
2: to be a boss, we got to be a boss of our mind, be a boss yeah. of our heart. But look, this is the nonsense that's coming out today. People think that y- you know, you read enough self help books and you've listened to enough gurus, and you're going to be a boss of your own self, your own ego, your own eyes, all about you, 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 and you, you're God. You, you have not submitted to God Almighty. You need to learn mm-hmm. how to talk to him. You need to learn how to hear his voice. God speaks. God speaks. He's still speaking today. He ain't changed his mind, <laughs> but he's still speaking. What he said then, mm-hmm. it has application today. And it's, it'll give you a newness and a refreshing in your spirit to bear fruit worthy of repentance. You know, mm-hmm. and so there's a lot more even on what that fruit is too. But um, Austin, you wanted to give, give it a go?
0: Yeah, that, that's good, bro. And like repentance is such a huge part of it. And we have to realize as Christians, we don't really give ourselves enough room and opportunity to repent, right? You know, oftentimes we 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 we, we raise our hands in church, go to the front and say the ABCs, I admit, I believe, not confess. And we just go back to living as we were before and nothing really changes. Mm. Though we're saved, And that will get you into heaven. And Tony Evans says that um, salvation will will get you into heaven, but sanctification will bring heaven down here. You'll experience heaven on earth. Mm -hmm. And to become image bearers, you have to understand that you are bearing an image to begin with. Before you give your life to Christ, before you're walking with Christ, you are bearing an image. Now, what image you're bearing, you might have saw it um, on the TV screen. You might be reflecting your parents. You might be reflecting a, a celebrity or something you saw in a music video, but we're bearing an image. Mm-hmm. And I remember as a child, uh, when I first moved to the Delsey area, um, leaving from Logan, you know, Brando's my friend at Logan and Daryl's my friend at the uh, Franklinville area. Um, me and Daryl were one of the only few black kids in that school. And I experienced being treated different. Because they expected me, they treated me as an image. Mm. They treated me as the black image that they saw in the secular world and TV screen. but I embraced that image. I started buying the thing that they expected me to wear and I started being those things and I was wow. comfortable in it and I enjoyed it and that image served me until it didn't serve me any longer mm. right? Same with playing football in college. You know, I was a division one athlete and I was bearing that image. But when football was no longer a part of my identity, I was left empty. Mm. And it was really going to Dallas, Texas and being separated from that identity. I once had um, just the comfortability of being around best friends all the time and being with family members and being in a familiar setting, you know, being around people that are familiar with you, like you're going to be comfortable with what you are. You're never going to be able to change, right? So going to a place with my my now wife in an unfamiliar place, it gave me room and opportunity to really be isolated long enough to figure out who I was. Mm. Who was I a part of the image I was bearing, right? And it takes work to bear an image. It takes work to live up to something that, you're not necessarily in, you know what I'm saying? Like I was, I was, who was, I, I was, I was based on who I was around.
2: Mm.
0: So I would act a certain way in front of maybe some people at Villanova versus hanging with my homeboys back with Daryl in the back of the crib. Right. And that takes work. And when you're doing that, you, you're not ever going to necessarily be focused on just being being used, right? And just being able to serve as God calls us to serve, truly being that boss and truly tending to the needs of the people around you. So I'm gonna wrap, I'm gonna wrap this up, but like being in Texas, bro, and just being in, the, in a situation where I was being tested, bro, and really had to dive deep and talk, spend time with God and figure out who I was. Brandon, I remember, you remember you you, you had a dream. Brandon had a dream. About exactly what I was going through, even though I wasn't talking to Brandon about what I was going through, and he said it was the dream was me back in my hometown, and there was a parade going on, and I had just passed away, but there was a there was a parade, everybody was celebrating, my my mom was celebrating, uh, my wife was prepared for whatever was next, and my father was in disbelief, and the crazy thing is is was when you're in that active season of repenting, and God is molding you into that image to look more like his son. And this is after you're already a Christian, right? This is that sanctification process. We're going to talk more about this. You are literally dying to what you were before. It's like a drug addict. You're no longer feeding those cravings you once had. I was no longer going to the parties. I was no longer smoking. I was no longer drinking. What I found comfort in, in the temporary, I was no longer feeding myself with. So I was literally felt like I was going through withdrawal. My Mm. flesh was just hungry and I wasn't feeding it. And I remember told my group chat, my college boy, like, yo, like I feel like I could check out any day. Like I feel like my wedding's about to. I just saved up all this money for the wedding. Like I had this crazy journey. Like I'm finally giving my life to Christ. Like I feel like I could check out any day. And Brandon called me and gave me that dream. Like, bro, like whatever happens, like (laughs) be there for my soon to be wife. And bro, that Sunday, that Sunday, I w- I go to Concord Church here in Dallas. Pastor Carter had an altar call. And I literally had a moment, an a, a intimate moment with God that changed my life. Literally felt like I, I experienced being baptized with the Holy Spirit. And we can go in detail about that later. But from that day moving forward, my life was changed. Mm-hmm. Because I experienced God for the first time in a real Raw way, and what I once that that after that moment, after that moment, that once raging war I had on the inside that hunger I had was now washed away. it was all washed away, bro, I felt like an ocean inside of me, and I finally had peace, though I was still struggling from a physical sense, you know what I'm saying money was still tight, but I had peace, mm. And now, I, 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 like the key was unlocked. And that's how you bear that fruit in his likeness. You bear fruit by e- expressing his peace, his love, his joy in the midst of a trial, in the midst of struggle, in the midst of a battle. But y'all, it's not easy to become an image bearer, but it's worth it. It's worth it. Amen. Dale, you want to give a final word? We got about eight minutes. We're about to close it out
1: this um it it's interesting just listening um to just to just both of you guys um it just it just made me realize right, and so um you know those that you know may be no matter where you are in your walk, but those that just may be just just watching this video um you know as i as I, as you guys were just talking, um I just started thinking about um just children, right. And I think, you know, oftentimes I, I, I'm sure I can speak for both of you guys. Right. When, you, when you're a kid, you're just so anxious to kind of grow up. Right. And, you know, I want to do I want to do adult things. I want to be an adult. I want to you know, I don't want to listen to mommy and daddy anymore. I want to I want to do my own thing. Right. And, you know, when we talk about becoming right, um, it's just crazy because as we grow up. Right. We just learn so much, whether it be from our parents, our friends, school, Mm -hmm. who we're learning from. I'm just going to I'm just going to sum it all up the world. Right. And, you know, the one thing that we have to do right in order to one to grow closer to God and also to just become who he's called for us to be. Right. Is that we have to begin to everything that we've learned. Right. And this is something that I'm still I'm still learning. Right we have to deprogram and i mean deprogram yeah. right everything we think we mm. know because in reality <laughs> we don't know anything you know what i'm saying yeah
0: yeah what, yep. Amen. What, what,
1: without this book right here i mean literally whatever problems you have going on um, whatever's going you know in your going on in your life whether it be financial um, what's your, you know, which your, your spouse, your girlfriend, family, work related, right? Like this right here, this is what we have to learn, right? And, what, and, and how we do this, right? Is it's through the Holy Spirit. We need to, we have to act. And again, we'll, we'll talk about this later in another in a later episode, but we, we, we can't, we can't understand and figure out this thing called life, right? Without, without the Holy Spirit guiding us, right? And so when I, when I talk about reprogram our mind, In our heart. And so I know for my, I I, I mean, I I believe it's Ezekiel, right? Where, you know, he says, um, and and B, or also, you know, feel free to, you guys might know the the quote offhand, right? But it talks about, um, you know, turning, like turning in our heart of stone, right? For a heart of flesh, right? And mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. it's so important. And, and the Bible tells us to, you know, to guard our heart because everything, everything, for all the things to life flow through it. Right. And this right here, right. We have to literally just allow him to begin to remold and reprogram us. Right. And so, mm-hmm. you know, those, again, no matter where you are in your journey, right. Um, we just have to begin to just let certain things go, um, and a lot of us, especially as men, and, and, and again, women too, you know what I'm saying? There's some women, women out there too. But, you know, as men, we can just be, and women, we can just be so prideful, right? And oftentimes when we're so full of pride, right, we are actually blocking our own blessings, right? And so, mm, like, you know, what I, I really just want someone who may be watching this to know is that it's okay to, to experience and feel like that that young child that you were, you know, growing up, you know what I'm saying? And it's okay to, you know, begin to just forget about the things that you've learned and that you've seen, right? Because what? Like the opposite of like, I feel like so many, so many people, right, are afraid to have that relationship with Christ because they can't physically see him and touch him, right? You know what I'm saying? And as we know, right. I mean, the opposite of that is is faith, right? Faith, you know, like faith is, is believing in things that you cannot see, right? Things that you cannot touch, but you believe in that, you know, are true. Right. And so I say all this, I I just say all this to say that what we need to begin to do to become right. That, that, that image bearer, right. To become more Christ-like, right. Is to, be (laughs) more like a child, right? And allow Mm. God to program us, allow him to to define what a boss is. Don't allow, again, you know, it it says, I I believe it's, you know, don't get me wrong, I I don't wanna get the the scripture because I don't know exactly uh, where it is, but you know, he says, come to me, right? Mm. He doesn't say, come to boss Bible study. Um, He doesn't say, (laughs) come to church. He doesn't say, come to your pastor. He doesn't say, he says, come to him. Right. Mm-hmm. So we yeah. have to allow him to wow. begin to Good. redefine, you know, what it means to be a boss, not what the culture <laughs> says. And I, I love how Austin said that at the beginning. When you think of boss, who you think of? The first thing I think of is huh, Rick Ross. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so, you know, so, so, so many people, you know, that's again, the culture, right, tells us to be, you know, what a boss is, right? And, and, and real quick, not to single out my ladies, but just for us men, right? You know, culture tells us, you know, being a man um, is, you know, I guess maybe just showing how strong we are or how dominant that we can be. Right. But mm. that's not as a and I, and, I, and I can't wait till we get into to, to, this, to this session. Right. But, you know, yeah. when it comes to to men. Right. I need all my all my brothers to hear this. Right. Uh, black. white, I don't care what your color it is. Brothers. Um, I need everyone to understand this, that you know, as men, right, we actually, we have a responsibility, you know what I'm saying? Um, But again, we have to begin to, every, all these words that we think we know, and I love how B said, you know, use your dictionary, um, we have to begin to just, just break that down, right? Because again, so many things that we think that we know, that ain't, that ain't it, you know what I'm saying? So, um, I know we're running low on time, and I was kind of going all over the place. um, But, you know, again, just, just allow allow, allow, allow God to, to just remold your mind and your, in your heart. You know what I'm saying? And, and I, I believe that that, that right there is going to, you know, the first thing in becoming, you know what I'm saying? It's just that reprogramming, you know what I mean? It's okay. It, it's, it, listen, I'm, I'm still every day. Um, I'm still learning. You know what I'm saying? Just like each and every single one of you guys. Um, But, you know, we really have to begin to just put whatever, we, whatever we think we know, because again, Hate to tell, hate, hate to break it to whoever may be listening. You don't know as much as you think you know. You know what I'm saying? It's okay. <laughs> I don't either. You know what I'm saying? And I know Austin and Brandon are they're two very smart men. Um, but they also, they they, you know what I'm saying? They 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 well, live Mr. by this. What well, Mr. Cook
0: say in middle school, you can't handle the truth.
2: The truth, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 Shout out to Mr. Cook, you might be watching this too. You know what, what I'm saying?
1: Shout out to Mr. Cook. <laughs> 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 but nah, absolutely though, absolutely. But um, but yeah, no, nah, I just think that that right there is Just such an important part because I feel so many people, they, they, they they're trying, they, you know, and again, there are so many of those that want to have that relationship with him, but they don't Mm want to, they don't want to let, let that stuff go. You know what I'm saying? They want to hang on to their old thoughts and what they believe, right? Rather than what is the truth. You know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. um, and like I said, that's a that's a whole nother session, a whole nother episode. You know what I'm saying, so that's why, right, That's why again, we, we we just want people to continue to come back and get this food. Um, but yeah, yeah, so just 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 it's okay. It, it, it's okay to to be a child um, and just begin to. I, I, it doesn't matter what age you are. Just begin to allow him to reprogram
0: you. So, yeah. amen, amen. So as becoming image bears, we're also becoming like children, childlike faith. And um, we want to thank y'all for joining us for the first episode of Boss Bible Study. Today we talked about becoming image bearers. Uh, Next week we'll still be in the book of Genesis talking about obedience, the second principle of being a boss. And um, Brandon, you want to close us out in prayer?
2: Absolutely. Father God, thank you, Lord. Thank you for bringing us here. Thank you for having us here near and dear. Near and dear, Lord, to your heart, this is what we are. And Lord, we pray that you're on our heart. You're in our heart, Lord. In Romans 5, it says that God's love has been poured into our heart through the Holy Spirit, who has been given to us because of the blood of Jesus Christ, because of the love of Jesus Christ, your sacrifice on the cross. And so, Lord God, we give you thanks for that, Lord. Awaken our eyes of our heart to see your love. Lord God, you said that uh, there was so many times where there was unbelief in a city or a town where you had healing miracles, where you did all types of things that were great and mighty works of God. And the people could not believe or receive you because of the hardness of their heart. You're the greatest heart surgeon I know. You Mm -hmm. change the heart, just like uh, we talked about at this study, Lord. You you transform us into your image, Lord. And and so much of that has to do with what's going on in our heart. There's so many people who think they're bosses in this world. And let's be honest, they are. We could look at their media accounts. We could look at their bank accounts. We could look at their garage. They're bosses, according to the world's standards. Mm -hmm. The things that are passing away. Yeah, yeah. But Lord... You made us to be something else, something different, Lord. Something different, Lord, that is eternal, of eternal value. And so there's so many things out there that are calling us to be a boss of this, a boss of that, have success here, have success there. And yet you go to those things and you're still empty inside. Why is that? Why is it that, that, that people who have everything we think we could want are not happy? There's something different, Lord, and you said that there's a secret of peace in you, and yet the secret has been revealed. You said you're the way. So show us the way, God. Lead us, guide us. We cannot do this apart from you. You said, apart from me, you can do nothing. So Jesus, help us, Lord. Show us the way. Guide us in your way. You are the way, Lord. Open our eyes to see, open our ears to hear that we would know, that we would receive, and that we would become the image bearers of Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior. And so Father God, we give you thanks and we pray that um, those who have come, those who have heard um, would ultimately hear you, would ultimately come closer and closer to you. This is our aim here at this study, is to grow people in their faith with you, to grow people in their knowledge and understanding of you, to grow people in a relationship with the Almighty King. In Jesus'
0: name we pray and we give thanks Father, amen. 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 Thanks again for joining us. Um, We have an Instagram page, Boss Bible Study. Working on the rest of the socials and everything, so be patient with us, but have a great night and great morning wherever you're at, in your car, in your home, wherever you may be. Let the Lord be with you. In Jesus' name, take care.